This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 245, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to Corporal Coma, the one that no one can understand. Yes, he is back. Now, I know it is a difficult task to understand Corporal Coma, but remember, if you are in the Rock and Roll English family, you get the transcript, so don't worry. And if you are not, remember that you can always listen to the podcast at a lower speed. Yes, this is something you can do. So if you reduce the speed which we are talking at on your podcast app, it will be easier to understand. But we also may sound very strange. It's up to you. But either way, it's a great listening task for you. Now, In today's episode, we speak about the things we all do, but nobody talks about. That is what rock and roll English is for, isn't it? To talk about the hard hitting issues in life. Now, one important term for this episode is the term stag do. Now, if you're a regular listener to rock and roll English, you will know what this is because we have spoken about it many times and had specific episodes for this. But if you are new, remember, it is the party that men have before they get married okay and in this episode we speak about corporal coma at my stag do and when he was sick we speak about whatsapp groups of stag do's and how you're often in this group with many people you don't know because many people get invited to these stag do's and we also speak about having your hands down your pants going to the toilet in bottles and having covid before it was popular okay Anyway, that's enough of me talking. Here is the conversation. Happy listening. Corporal Coma, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Martin. How are you? First time you ask me how I am. Um, always fantastic, Coma. Always fantastic. Not sure how the listeners are feeling. Now you're back. They're probably saying, oh, God, there's that. The one we can't understand. Um, is back but I feel you represent the man on the streets coma that's me all over yeah and I stand there me all over kind of completely represents me you know the kind of common scumbag if you will (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm often mistaken for a a builder or someone like that (laughs) nothing wrong with being a builder corporal coma what are you trying to say well you know it's just a bit beneath me (laughs) I thought you were going to try and work your way out of that, but no. Okay, sure. Um, So, on to the show. How do we usually start the show? With a review. Do you think we have one? Uh, Yeah, I think we we quite often have them now, don't we? So I'm going to say yes. Well, we do until you're on the show. I was thinking, have we ever had one with you on the show? It's all negative when you're here, isn't it, Corporal Coma? No, I remember we had one from someone in Korea, I think, was talking about testicle friends, if I remember correctly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, I think we did a whole episode on that after that review. Fantastic it was. But no, we haven't got any. So please send them in. Um, They really help a lot. So um, on to today's show, Corporal Coma. Um, I'm not going to ask what we're talking about because I know you don't know. But um, something very strange happened last week in the Rock and Roll English family, family, actually. In the episode, we were talking about setting your alarm. okay? and I was saying how it's strange to set your alarm 
uh, odd numbers like you know 602 like 703 but then i found out a lot of people actually do this okay and i i thought it was absolute absolutely crazy what, what are your thoughts yeah i would never do that i'd always put it on no. a, on a round number round number exactly multiple of five i said at least um so i um I've got something here where it says weird things we all do but never talk about just to see if there are any more of these things, these strange things that exist in day to day life. I also thought about you, Corporal Coleman. I thought, what is his ex, you know, his expert subject, his area of expertise? And I just thought just everyday life. OK, OK. Yeah, I'm just a, an all round kind of guy. Exactly. So so that's what we're talking about. So, OK, on to the list, which I've got from a rubbish site on the Internet, as usual. So one thing apparently people do is when people look at your phone. OK, because um, so, for example, for me, I don't have anything suspicious on my phone. Like I don't take any, you know, pictures of anything strange. But if someone's looking at the pictures on my phone, I immediately shit myself. And this is what it says here, because I think they could find something. Um, do, do you have this feeling if anyone's looking at pictures on your phone? No, not at all. They would just see a million pictures of my dog. That's that's about it. Mine would be obviously lots of pictures of my child. Um, and that actually is the problem. So the person, that, the only person I can think of who looks at the pictures on my phone is actually Mrs. R&R's mum. And as she's just scrolling through the pictures, I also worry that because, you know, the pictures that you get on WhatsApp get uh, directly yeah. saved. I, I always worry that the Hellraiser sent me a picture and she's just going to be looking at her going, like, OK, there's a picture of my granddaughter and there's a picture of a man having sex with a rabbit or <laughs> something like that. Yeah, that's a good point. I'd forgotten about that. Um, mm. there's a way to turn that off. I think I turned it off for the very reason that it's, it's always those stag do like groups on WhatsApp. And there's always some weird fella that, like you say, sends pictures of a pig shagging a monkey or something. And you're just like, <laughs> why are you sending? Stop it. I don't even know you. Yeah. Um, uh, I totally agree. I'm actually in another group, um, of a football group here and I only actually played once and injured myself. But the thing is, that group is still very active and I don't really know anyone. But when you leave, I just don't feel comfortable leaving. So I've, I've put it on mute. And again, I get so many of those pictures, as you um, very eloquently said, of a of a pig shagging a monkey um, on my phone. And it's it's very awkward because I just don't enjoy the Martin Johnson has left the conversation thing. Yeah, I, it is difficult, but I... Change change your number. It's the only thing to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Get a new phone. <laughs> Probably slightly over the top, but yeah. But yeah. So yes. Okay. So so that one definitely happens to me. So okay. The next one here is calling someone buddy because you have forgotten their name. Is this something you do, Corporal Coma? Yeah. Yeah. Big time. I'm useless with names. <laughs> Absolutely useless. Um, so yeah, I often go for mate or. It's difficult with girls though because you can't really say mate or buddy with girls yeah that's that's a good point actually how it is a bit strange to say that i mean you can some people do it i find it a bit strange as well um to call a girl mate or buddy or pal um all of them are a bit strange but i, I actually make a big effort with names um the only time i this kind of 
I kind of forgot was at the gym where I go. Now, I've been going there like two years now. and Every time I go in, he says, hi, Martin. And I still don't know his name. But at what point can you ask, though? Because I've known him for two years now and he thinks we're mates. So if I say to him now, what's your name? Oh, it's way too late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what can you do? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you're stuck really there. Do you not wear a little? Is it someone, does he work there or is he just someone that goes there? No, it's his gym. He owns it. Do you not wear a little name tag? <laughs> no, maybe I should suggest that, though. Uh, just as something. You know how I think you could really improve this gym <laughs> is if all staff members, including yourself, wear a name tag. You could ask him for his autograph. <laughs> yeah, because that's a totally normal thing to do, isn't it? Uh, ask someone at the gym for their autograph. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll take that into consideration, but... Um, but yeah, so so again, that's definitely something I do, um, or we both do. So the next one here is staying in bed until you lose control of your bladder. So like during the night, maybe you need to go to sleep or in the morning you wake up, especially after a night out and you need to go to the toilet. But the effort of you think that toilet is so far away. What can I do? Um, so what do you do in that situation yeah this is this is a bit of a problem to be honest i normally don't really tend to need the toilet in the night um but when i do i will lie there for about two hours awake <laughs> just going ah oh, just go back to sleep i can't be bothered to go to the toilet but obviously need the toilet so much that i can't go back to sleep so you do just lie there for sort of two hours until you eventually then do just get up and you think yeah, i could have just i could have just got up two hours ago and gone back to sleep yeah a, a vicious circle so it, it that you're in there and yeah in those two hours you probably could have gone to the toilet probably about 50 times really but uh obviously thinking about it is a uh is a better idea yeah i try to sleep it off i suppose i've I've just invented that term to to go back to sleep so then you don't you don't actually need to go but yeah it is strange how much you wait before you actually go i don't think in any other situation in life, you would do that except in bed. No, it's, it's worse in the winter as well when it's absolutely freezing cold. Even, like, God, you so much more don't want to get out of bed then as well. Yeah, uh, this is why, well, certainly for men, a simple bottle near the bed would be <laughs> would be a godsend. So something very, very useful. Didn't you used to have a milk, bo- a milk bottle next to your bed at university? I swear I went around your house <laughs> once and you had a milk bottle. It wasn't a milk bottle. That would be ridiculous. Um, it was a bottle of like orange juice, plastic with a big lid, obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think I think people understand. And what I would like to mention about this is you actually pissed in that. I mean, it's one Did thing I? someone having a, a bottle to piss in, but it's one thing that your friend is stealing your bottle to piss in. You pissed in my bottle. I don't remember that. I, I remember that very well. I couldn't believe it. I, th- yeah. I thought that was taking things... Ab- that would be like using someone's toothbrush. That That's that's just not on. <laughs> uh, I'll have to take your word for it. I don't, I don't remember this, but yeah, I'll have to take your word for it. I remember it very clearly. And I also remember it was in the day. The bottle was used for emergencies at night, but you didn't want to walk through the house and use the toilet. But that that's another story for for another day it sounds like i was probably just trying to annoy you you certainly succeeded um so another one here is lying to the doctor when they ask you about your alcoholic drink consumption um (laughs) i thought 
this would be a good question for you, Corporal Coma. Has, has that happened to you? Or maybe, you know, you, for your job, maybe you needed a medical at work and they say, how much How much do you, How much alcohol do you drink a week? For life insurance that we've got or some something through work, had to do that and obviously lied. I think I, I've actually recently registered for, with the doctors here for the first time since I was 18, so... 18 years without a doctor so I finally did it and again yeah they make you fill in this form that says how much you drink a week and I'm pretty certain what I said I drink in a week is what I would normally drink in about two hours on a Friday <laughs> and that's why I said I drink in a whole week and then when I spoke to the doctor on the phone she was like oh so you don't really drink then I was like nah 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 not at all <laughs> hate it I, I love the thing about life insurance as well because again <laughs> If they knew how much you did drink, they would be like... We, I would be uninsurable. Ed, <laughs> we are not giving you any insurance. <laughs> no, they'd be surprised I'm still alive. Um, but as well, not going to the doctor for like 18 years. I mean, admit, admittedly, I don't go to the doctor so much. But I mean, there was, it's impossible you were never sick in 18 years. I mean, this might explain the, the reason of your health. I mean, I was obviously ne- never sick enough that I needed to go to the doctor. I've only ever had stuff like, you know, a common cold or a bad back. It's nothing that needed to go to the doctor for. Mm. Actually healthier than you think, mate. Sure. Well, even on my stag do, you didn't even manage. We were there two nights. You didn't even manage that. One night you had to stay in bed because you were sick. I had COVID, mate. <laughs> yeah, You had COVID before it was fashionable, didn't you? Well, yeah, it was the, it was the early days. I had like a... Just a sort of mild case of COVID. Just that, just that 24 hour COVID. Sure. And you were the only one that got it, even though we were all together. Yeah. Like I say, it was a, it was the early days of it. It was still figuring, <laughs> figuring itself out. <laughs> Trying to understand what it was all about, that COVID. Yeah. Sure. Um, okay. So another one is talk. This is an interesting one, actually. Talking to yourself. Do you do this? Do you talk to yourself? Like, Obviously, you're thinking, your thoughts are going all day, but do you actually out loud start talking? No, I, I don't out loud talk to myself. I, I, I probably speak to myself internally inside my head, but I certainly mm. don't. I don't speak out loud. Mm. That's that's a sign of madness, isn't it? Well, I do this very, very regularly. Uh, I, th- I think it's just because I'm on podcast mode 24 hours a day and I just feel like I'm recording podcasts. <laughs> non-stop so I'm just constantly commenting on things um, and talking to myself and I think again recording podcasts you have to talk to yourself a lot like recording your voice talking to yourself so it's, it's just become a bit of a habit for me now yeah that's a bit odd I can see why you do it understandably with with all the podcasting um, but yeah I suppose it'd be weird if I was doing that because I don't do that <laughs> yeah um but so yeah i i certainly do that so hopefully it's not an actual sign of madness and that's just something people say um now this one i'm sure everyone does this is pretend not to see someone you know when you're walking down the street and you see them yeah quite frequently the problem i have is that my eyesight's quite bad but i very rarely wear my glasses (laughs) so i quite often think there's someone that i know and i might wave at them and then when you get closer it's definitely not them or people will be waving at me and I'll just be thinking, I don't know if that they're actually waving at me. I can't because it's blurry. I can't really see. Uh, it's a, um, bit of a bit of a minefield. Well, um, that's a good excuse, I think, to not 
talk to people yeah. and you, you know you don't want to talk to them um I, th- I think that's that's quite a good excuse and the the people waving to you when you think they are again very dangerous that when because i i've done that myself started i've waved back a couple of times um and people have actually told me no i wasn't waving at you i was waving at the person behind you when this actually happened they said no i don't know you and i thought yeah i know i was trying to be nice because i th- i thought i just didn't remember who you were um but now you've you've underlined it and really embarrassed me and another time actually i was with a friend on a night out and this person had a camera and sort of made a gesture towards us and we thought the gesture was stand together and I'll take a picture of you. So we sort of put our arms around each other ready for the photo. And then she then was about to take the cam- take the picture, moved the camera down and said, no, move. And behind us were two people waiting for a picture. <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing. Very embarrassing. But again, she should have just taken it. She should have just thought, I don't want to embarrass these people. They've clearly made a mistake. But she, but she, she didn't. She didn't let us get away with it, and said, "No, please move. I'm trying to take a picture of the people behind you." I, I would have done the same as the girl. Yeah, I wouldn't have taken the picture. That's just weird. I, I would have done just to not make someone else feel bad. Um, but, but that's just me. I'm just such a good Samaritan. Um, so another one I've got here. Um, I'm pretty sure I know the answer f- um, for this. Um, I, I know what you're going to say so is when you're talking to someone and I think this is especially true now everyone's kind of working from home and you're kind of touching your private parts at the same time not in a you know sexual way you're not you know pleasurizing yourself or anything like that I'm not even sure if that's a word is pleasurizing yourself no pleasuring would be a word pleasurizing is not a word <laughs> I like pressurizing more, uh, actually. Okay, so doing that, you're not doing any of that, but you know, just just touching it. D- does this ever happen with you, Corporal Coma? Yeah, uh, yeah, I've got a bit of a problem with this, to be honest. Like you say, it's, it's nothing, nothing sexual. I'm not, but I will quite often have my hands down my pants, and my and Mrs. Corporal Coma is very often like, you know, people are coming over, or if I've been doing it all afternoon, and then someone's coming over, she'll be like. You're going to have to take your hands out of your pants. It's exactly the same for me. And again, Mrs. R&R says the same thing to me, even when we've been in kind of like formal, formal-ish situation. So ish, like more or less. Um, I have my hands down my pants. I just think pants are good pockets. It's like a good place to put your hands. When you don't know what to do with your hands, pockets are too overrated. Everyone uses pockets. Um I think just just put them down your pants. Like I, I often kind of touch my bum as well. Um, so I, I just think it's a good place to put your hands. Yeah, I don't know why I do it. It's almost like a comfort thing. And I suppose, you know, just making sure everything's still still as it should be down there. Nothing's, nothing's gone missing. <laughs> Absolutely. I tell you, I once had a dream that my thing, let's call it, fell off. Um, and it was a very real dream. And those couple of seconds when i woke up and then sort of going down to touch it to make sure it was still there they were pretty scary seconds terrifying let me tell you it's 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 easier when you've got jeans on because it's harder to put your hands on your trousers when you've got jeans on it's always when you just (laughs) got like like sort of jogging trousers on or shorts 
exactly that's why i was mentioning like working from home because that's pretty much what i wear yeah. all day every day now Me too, yeah. but um yeah the secret is wear tight trousers to not put your hands in your pants um okay so on to the last one have imaginary arguments in your head do you do this corporal coma imaginary what as in with other people or with yourself <laughs> I, I i think imagining arguing with yourself i mean that, i think that is very stupid no do when you you know something's pissed you off and you're already imagining what's going to happen when you talk to that person no this doesn't really doesn't really resonate with me this one i don't think i do that right so it means he can't connect with that one well i mean i do this a lot okay because i like to be prepared for arguments okay so i think about this for days and days i can't tell you how many arguments i've had with you in my head <laughs> corporal Goma. okay i just I'm, i don't i'm never getting annoyed with people that much i don't i'm not preparing for arguments because they're not happening uh, I'll, I'll give you a stupid example of this actually on my stack i remember when you didn't come out and i was thinking oh i bet he's gonna think i'm saying to everyone what an idiot he is for not coming out and then i was already having an argument with you about that in my head <laughs> where you were telling me no i haven't been saying that and i was going oh i bet you have right okay that's that's why I had a shit stag corporal coma because I was just thinking of that argument the whole time. Because you're having an imaginary argument with me. <laughs> Whereas when I saw you the next day, I was just like, "All right, mate, sorry about yesterday," and you're like, "Yeah, it's fine, don't worry about it." And that's all that happened. Yeah, but in my but I didn't sleep the night before thinking about it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was an anti anticlimax in the end. Sure, uh, I think I felt sorry for you because you had COVID before it was popular. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yes okay so we've cleared a few of those up then so thank you very much for your time corporal coma as always and uh we'll see you soon thoroughly enjoyed it i'll speak to you soon speak to you soon bye 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 okay so that was corporal coma and me speaking about all the things we do but nobody talks about now as for the r and r vocabulary not a lot today at the beginning corporal coma said that's me all over a regular guy like that explains me perfectly you can say this for someone else that's him all over it describes him perfectly i also described him as a common scumbag now obviously i was joking a scumbag is a very strong horrible word not very nice at all to call someone a scumbag that's like the lowest of the low we had a vicious circle as well now when you're in a vicious circle let's say things just keep repeating themselves and it just keeps getting worse and worse i also invented the term sleep it off of when you need to go to the toilet during the night. I try to sleep it off. So sleep until it goes away. Now, I invented that term because there is a similar term of run it off. For example, if you hurt yourself, especially playing football, people always say run it off, like keep running and it won't hurt anymore. So something off makes it go away let's say we had the term godsend something sent from god something very good and i also want to highlight the fact that i invented the word pleasurizing which now that is ridiculous because the real term as corporal coma mentioned is pleasuring okay to pleasure is the verb now i just want to talk about this because again we all make mistakes in that moment 
the wrong word came to my head. This happens, okay? As I always say, mistakes are part of language. Every time I listen to this podcast, I listen to myself, I listen to the guests, and I always hear mistakes. But native speakers just say it so confidently, you don't actually notice. And it happens because you have so many ideas in your head, you're changing your mind about what to say, and then mistakes happen. So we do this in our native languages. I'm sure you do it in your native language too. So mistakes are just part of languages, full stop, native languages and foreign languages, okay? Now, I understand because no one likes making mistakes when you speak a foreign language. You feel stupid. I feel stupid when I make mistakes in Italian, but we all need to understand it's all part of the game. Anyway, that's just something I wanted to mention about mistakes. Lastly, Corporal Coma said that arguing with himself in his head doesn't resonate with him. It doesn't touch him, let's say. You can really resonate with something if you really understand it. But that's not something Corporal Coma does. So it doesn't resonate with him, whilst it definitely does resonate with me. Anyway, remember, all of this R&R vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com, episode 445. I will see you all again very soon, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.